Is it time to pray again? (laughs) Of course it is. It is always a good time to pray. Welcome, welcome to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and God morning. Dedicating today's podcast to my daughter, Nick Nick. And I just wanted to say, oh, this child, she is always there for me. Always. Anything I ask her, anything I need, we talk about everything. She listens to everything. And oftentimes I ask her, what would you do, Nick? And she's there for me. So I thank you, God. And I dedicate this podcast to her today. Keep your arms around her, Lord. She's a good one. And you know it because you made her. <laughs> Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, today let us fast from judging others and feast on the indwelling of Christ in them. Let us fast from the emphasis on indifferences and feast on the unity of all life. Let us fast from apparent darkness and feast on the reality of light. Let us fast from thoughts of illness and feast on the healing power of God. Let us fast from words that pollute and feast on phrases that purify. Let us fast from discontent and feast on gratitude. Let us fast from anger and feast on patience. Let us fast from pessimism and feast on optimism. Let us fast from worry and feast on divine order. Let us fast from complaining and feast on appreciation. Let us fast from negatives and feast on affirmatives. Let us fast from unrelenting pressure and feast on unceasing prayer. Amen. And In Touch Magazine says, Jesus said the two greatest commandments are these. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. What an overwhelming assignment. In our own strength, we will find success out of reach. But God has provided a way for Christians to accomplish the impossible. The indwelling Holy Spirit works to produce his fruit in us. The first quality listed is love. And the remaining eight 
are actually descriptions of how love is conveyed. Love isn't produced by trying harder to muster goodwill towards someone who is irritating or hard to get along with. Instead, think of the process more like sap running through a branch on a grapevine. In a similar way, the Spirit flows through us, producing God's love so that we can express it to Him and to others. Whenever we demonstrate kindness, patience, or gentleness, it is God's doing, not ours. Even the adoration we offer Him isn't something that we produce in our own heart apart from His assistance. Though the command to love is enormous, God's grace makes it possible. And I love you all. Amen. God's promises for your life. Ephesians 5.9 The fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. When Jesus left the earth, he gave us the comforter, the counselor, the very presence of God. When the Holy Spirit fills you, it is as if Jesus himself takes the helm of your life and navigates your course. When you elect the guidance system called the Holy Spirit, your life moves in the right direction. You are filled with the powerful sense of being deeply loved since everything about Jesus teaches focuses on teaching focuses on love. Everything that Jesus Jesus is teaching, oh my God, focuses on love. You know you have enormous worth as a human being. Amen. God's way day by day. Philippians 2.13 It is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. The Holy Spirit is a change agent. Change is what he is all about. He took a man who made his living destroying churches and changed him into the greatest church planter of all time. He took a group of uneducated fishermen and changed them into world-class evangelists and pastors. Through the years, he has indwelt men and women with every intangible habit, every imaginable reputation, persuasion, and changed them into people of excellence. And he will do the same for you. And God's purpose for your life. I always say you got to know that. It says dominion over demons. 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. At times, you're going to hear people talking about demons. And I'm amazed at the power they ascribe to them. While I certainly believe in demonic power, I am not afraid of it. I am in union with one 
who is so far greater than all the forces of hell put together that there truly is no comparison. The devil is unequal to the Lord and always under his dominion. The enemy will never win a victory over him because the Lord is always exceedingly more powerful and wiser. Therefore, as believers, we should not give as much credit to spiritual forces of evil as we do. Yes, they can exert influence over us, which is why we must take every thought captive to Christ. We must also stay under the umbrella of God's protection by obeying his commands so that they will not gain a foothold in us. Demons are within the confines of God's authority and they cannot harm us in any way that is beyond God to overcome. So, listeners, don't be afraid. Submit to Jesus, the one who has conquered sin and death, and you will be safe in his care. Jesus, you are greater than any force on earth or in heaven. Keep me in the center of your will and under your protection, please. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers today. The devil has his angels, you know, and his angels are planted throughout the earth as well. They will tempt you with a smile. You will think it is a light, so you still must be careful. Look up above first for guidance, and that will be your protection. Did you know that the gospel spreads through ethnic groups. Now again, listeners, these are from my notes in class. And what happens in class, you get taught. So the gospel spreads through ethnic groups. People have their own ethnicity and within their own ethnicity, They have faith within their community. They trust each other. They believe each other. They work alongside each other. So God targets after a few in every ethnicity. Amen. This podcast has an outreach to many ethnicities that way God makes sure that everyone will have a chance to know Jesus isn't that beautiful that just pierces my heart can you imagine some people don't even have a clue 
about Jesus or God. They have not even had a chance to believe in him or to get to know him. The gospel of the kingdom has to be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. We need a revival or this world is not going to last. Everything that has happened is exactly how the Bible describes it. And everything that will happen is exactly how the Bible describes it. Amen. Grab your Bible. Open up to Matthew chapter 24. Now, I don't want you to read along, but I want you to have it open so that at the end of this podcast, you can read it for yourself. I'm going to share from Matthew 24 as soon as we return. Stay right there. Be right back. Hurry, grab your Bible. The Signs of the Times and the End of Age Matthew chapter 24 Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, Not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended. They will betray one another and will hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world 
as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by the prophets, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house, and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation such as has not been seen since the beginning of the world until this time, nor shall ever be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or there's the Christ, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive. So I have told you beforehand, therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he's in the inner rooms, do not go in there. Do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds and one end of heaven to the other. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that the end is near. It is at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. For as in the days before the flood, in the days of Noah, people were feasting. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in to marriage 
until the day of Noah and the until the day Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. So therefore, be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over this household, to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink and be among the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour that he is not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be lots of weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Amen. Matthew chapter 24. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Luke 3.22 The dove is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. It is also a symbol of peace. He is the Spirit who gives us the peace of God. When the Spirit came upon Jesus at his baptism, it showed that as a man, he relied on the Spirit for the power to carry out his ministry. So even if Christ relied on the Spirit, how much more should we? Let us pray, Lord, we pray for peace in the world. But first and foremost, we pray for peace in the souls of men and in our own souls as well. Before you left this world, when you promised to give us the spirit, you said, my peace I give to you. That peace of God surpasses all understanding and gives us inner strength 
as we carry on a ministry for you. May we seek it and find it today, listeners. Amen. My peace I give to you. You know, we talk about peace a lot on this podcast, and there is nothing better than peace. Peace allows us to think, it allows us to rest, it allows us to reflect, it gives us time to thank and praise God. Peace is everything. And they say, peace of mind. You know how it is when you have something on your mind. Something is beating you down or haunting you or work you haven't completed or any other kind of stress that you stored in your mind. Your prayer then should be for peace of mind. Listeners, we are in such a unique situation. We have God at our fingertips. He is there whenever we call for him. And every single day is a blessing. Did you know that if you woke up this morning, it is a blessing? There's someone or many who did not wake up this morning. So yes, we are already blessed the minute we open our eyes. So be it God morning, God afternoon, God evening, or God night, wherever you are, we know that God is there And God is good. It is just recommended that you start your morning off with God. You want him there. You want him hearing you. You need him. Let us pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. Think about how you can be a blessing to another today. Amen. This is a daily podcast. And Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor are all responsible for getting it to you. So if you can, make a contribution to Anchor, 
anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Anything you can give is appreciated. Keeps us on the air. And I don't want to be anywhere else. Amen. Come back tomorrow. Pray with us. Thanks for joining today. Bye for now.